The following podcast is a presentation of the PTB Media Network. What's up, Benfica Nation? Welcome to another episode of Liga Trish English here on the Mr. Benfica podcast feed. I'm your host, as always, the Mr. Mike Agustinho, and it's that time again every week where we take a trip around the small cities and small towns of Portugal, North, Central, South, and Islands, and we cover all of the action from Portugal's third division, the most exciting league in Portugal, that is the Liga 3, the Liga Trish, and of course, it's in English, in English for you right here, right now. We're going into round two of phase two. Things are getting very heated. Uh, there are some teams starting to separate themselves a little bit in in the fight for promotion, while other teams are starting to fall a little bit behind in trying to avoid relegation. As you know, we now have six groups of four. All right, so we have two promotion groups. And then we have four relegation groups. Let's run down the results, starting with Friday's action, Friday, April the 7th, to be exact, at the Bonfim in Stubal, Vitoria Stubal 1, Real Sport Club 0, Triana with the goal in the 87th minute to pick up three crucial points for the Sandinus and to spell some real trouble for the side from. Kaluj in the municipality of Sintra, and it is three points for Vitoria Stubal. We go back up north, and the free fall continues for the once dominant Verzin Sport Club as Verzin finds themselves again with another defeat at home, and they are falling dangerously close to, <laughs> to that relegation part of the table. And it's hard to believe when this club led the northern section in the first phase for much of the first phase. This is the club that eliminated Sporting Clube de Portugal, Sporting Lisbon as we like to call them, from the Portuguese Cup. They played well against Benfica as well, but now this weekend at home after a sending off of Tito Jr. in the third minute having been forced to play for the remaining you know, 90 minutes, really, because of, of time added on, over 90 minutes with one man less with 10 players. And in the 26th minute, the visitors from Trajus Monts, Montalegre, take the lead thanks to Bruninho. And that was all the Trajmontanos were going to need. Three vital points from Montalegre as they fight to stay up. And it's a big upset. It's Verzin nil, Montalegre one. We go to the islands now. We go to Terceira to be exact. And it is Fontinhas hosting Montcarpachens. Two sides battling in a six-pointer. Both of them need the three points to avoid... To put themselves in a better position to avoid relegation. They're both, you know, fighting at the bottom of Group D in the relegation uh, in the relegation groups. But uh, neither side could really get it going, neither the Azorians nor the Algarvians in this one. Uh, the Algarve side, Moncarpachens, would find themselves reduced to 10 in the dying moments as Nuno Silva would see his second yellow card in the 89th. But they do hang on to steal a point on the road. It's small, small consolation. But again, being on the road, they're going to hope to... They're going to hope to overturn this result and pick up the three points in the home leg at some point. But 
right now it is it is not looking good for either one of these clubs. It's a nil-nil draw in Terceira. Fontinhas nil, Moncarpachens nil. Now, São João Verde taking on Faf. We're going back up north. And in the 37th minute, it would be São João Verde taking the lead thanks to an own goal by Faf's Lucas Mufalu. And that would put the home side ahead going into halftime. We come back to the second half. And only two minutes into the second half, Faf pull level thanks to Alvaro Miguelzainz. And he would make it 1-1 in the 47th. And then in the 89th, in the dying minutes, Pedro Suarez would make it 2-1 to, to the visitors. Faf go on the road and get three points. And as the finish line begins to get into the, into the periphery view of these teams with only four rounds to go, Faf are going to be very, very happy to take three points with them back home. We go to Alcushit, and it is Sporting B hosting Oliveira do Hospital from the Coimbra district, and it would be the Baby Lions getting on, getting off to to the the start that they would want here at Alcushit, and it would be Alfonso Moreira scoring in the first minute. Sporting B a one nil lead. However. One of the league's most informed goal scorers would show up again here in the 19th minute for Oliveira do Hospital. It is Rui Batalha. He levels in the 19th, 1-1 at halftime. And it would stay 1-1. Sporting B would, would fight valiantly trying to get the three points. And as a result, I think would be caught a little bit exposed here down the stretch. In the 86th minute, it is that guy again. It is Rui Batalha who finds the back of the net for the visitors. Oliveira Hospital go to Alcushit and steal three points, three crucial points for them as they look to solidify their spot in Liga 3 for next season. This one finishes Sporting B1, Oliveira Hospital 2. We move to Saturday's matches. We go to the Aveiro District, Anadia hosting Canelas. And again, this is another relegation battle, uh, relegation group battle. And Canelas would, would score first thanks to one of their prolific goal scorers, Alex Tunk, in the 22nd minute, making it 1-0 to the visitors. Ten minutes later, Gabriel Tigrão would make it 2-0. He doubled the lead for Canelas. In the second half, another one of the informed players, another guy climbing the scoring charts here uh, for Anadia would pull them one back. It's Fausto Lorenzo, but that is as close as Anadia would get. A good crowd on hand for this one, but it would finish Anadia 1, Canelas 2. We go to Uberço, Portugal, to the cradle of Portugal, to the the first capital. I'm talking, of course, about Guimarães. It's Vitória B hosting Paredes. Vitória B tr trying desperately to get out of the bottom spot of their relegation group, trying desperately to stay in Liga 3. However, 17th minute, it is the visitors. Paredes taking the lead thanks to Madureira, and that is as that is all they would need, I should say, in this one, as Victoria Guimarães be unable to equalize and unable to rescue a point. This one finishes Victoria B one, Paredes. Sorry, Victoria B nil, Paredes one. Uh, staying in the Minho district, we go to Vila Verde. It is Lank Vila Verdense playing São Joãoense. This is a promotion group match, of course. 
And Longfellow-Verdense would go ahead in the 41st minute thanks to their Brazilian forward Edmilson Filho, another one of the, the names we mention every week when we list off the top goal scorers. He puts Longfellow-Verdense ahead over the All Blacks from São João da Madeira. And in the second half, 10 minutes to play, and this one would be solidified as Lunkville-Verdense would get forward and Emmanuel Maviram would make it 2-0 to the home side. They pick up three crucial points, like we said, four matches remaining now in this phase, and it's any it's anybody's game still to play for in the promotion groups. We move back south a bit to Coimbra, to the Municipal Stadium, and it is Academica taking on Caldas Group D in the relegation uh, groups. And again, as you all know, Caldas is my local club. That is who I follow. That is who I support in this league. And it looked like, you know, the college have struggled now for about five, six weeks on end. It, it, I believe, looking at their form, we're at five straight losses. No, we have one draw. We have one draw in the last six. So, college trying desperately to get out of that funk. And this is sometimes where it becomes very difficult being an amateur team in a professional league. It's, it's a league that's amateur in name but professional in reality they're playing against fully professional teams every week uh they would take the lead though college would get the lead on the road here in a goal that was a very reminiscent very very reminiscent of a goal scored some 25 years ago now or almost 25 years ago now by marco van basten in euro 88 it was a similar similar goal the ball comes flying diagonally from the right side of the pitch to the left. And João Silva off of a bounce. Uh, volleys it perfectly with his left foot into the back of the net. The Alvi Negros take the lead. And looking like this is going to be the week that the streak ends. And Caldas play well. I'm not going to lie. I watched this game. They played well. Uh, they fought and they stayed organized. But again, it just looks like the tank is... is in this team is down to a quarter tank or so. I mean, it is it is running out quickly, and again, this is this is where it's it's very difficult to be an amateur team in this league. Uh, they just don't have the depth, you know, injuries and whatnot, um, fatigue setting in, and the legs just don't have the same juice that they once had when when they were competing at the top of the southern section in the first phase for much of that first phase. But again. Uh, the slide continues because in the 87th minute, the students pull level thanks to Diogo Ribeiro. He makes it 1-1 heartbreak for Caldas, but it was only the beginning one minute later. Juan Perea would put the students ahead 2-1, and that's how this one finishes. Academica 2, Caldas 1. Remember when Academica were 7 or 8 rounds into the season and they were without a point. They now lead Group D in the relegation phase and they're getting closer and closer to guaranteed safety here with 4 weeks to go. We move to Sunday's or Easter Sunday's matches. All of these in the promotion groups. First, we have Felgadej hosting Alverca. And Felgadej, the the leaders, uh, or I should say the, the winners of the northern section in Phase 1. They're at home here in front of a very, very healthy crowd on Easter Sunday. Lots and lots of people in the stand for this one. And I'm telling you, I don't have the numbers offhand. And they don't really release them in Liga 3. But I'm willing to bet that Liga 3 had a higher average attendance 
than the than the Liga Portugal than the first division last weekend. If you of course remove remove the Clásico and you remove Sporting's visit to Casa Pia last weekend, I think if you remove those two matches, the Liga Three has a higher average attendance. I mean. Watching these highlights and watching the matches, every stand was had a ton of people in it. And I know they're smaller stadiums, but they were well filled in. And Felgadas would take the lead in the 31st minute, thanks to Welton. 1-0 going into halftime. Shortly after the restart, though, the Ribadjanus would pull one back. Miguel Pires makes it 1-1 as Alverca keeps their slimmer slim hopes alive, although everybody's still within reach here as this one finishes 1-1, a point to each, and the two teams will be looking to pick up more points this coming week. We go to Braga to the Primeiro de Mayo. It is the Baby Bishops. It is Sporting Braga B taking on Union de Leiria, the, the leaders after round one of this group. But in the 24th minute, Luis Nalvu would put Braga B ahead. And that's all they would need. Union de Leiria unable to get on the score sheet in this one. Uh, as they, they press forward with, with their goal scores with Gonçalo Gregorio and with the Jair. But unable to get one here. And three crucial points go to Braga B. And it is a huge blow to the hopes of Union de Leiria of gaining promotion this one finishes Braga B1, Ladia nil. And finally, the Gestilu in Belay. It is the historic Bulanenses hosting Amora in a local derby of sorts as the Marjing Sul takes on the capital city. Uh, Amora travels across the Teju for this one. Amora, again, remember, most informed side coming into this phase. However, they have not gotten off to the best start of this second phase as they now look at themselves after two matches with no points here in the promotion group. And that was not what I had predicted given how dominant they were down the stretch uh, through the first phase. But here in their visit to the Castillo, it is Bulanenses who take the lead in the 24th minute. Midana makes it 1-0 to the Lisbon Blues. It stays that way through halftime. And it stays that way through much of the second half. Amora fighting to try to pull a point back. Desperate to get a point at this point. They're not really sure what happened here. How this went wrong so quickly. But in the 89th minute, Wagner Pina makes it 2-0 to Bolognesis. And it is celebration time in Belay. But just to tap it off, 90th plus 4. Mauro Antunj makes it 3-0 Bolognesis. Pastels the line for everybody. Promotion is a dream, but it's becoming very much a possibility here for Club Football Ujbul and Ensish as they now lead this group with six points and they take all three at home as there are, like we've said, four finals remaining in the promotion groups. Still anybody's game, but you would much rather be Bull and Ensish with six points than be Amora with no points. All right, that wraps up. Uh, the Easter weekend. There was one game in round three played on Wednesday, April the 12th, played yesterday, and that was Sporting B hosting Vitoria Stubal in Alcushit. And the visitors, the Sandinos, would take the lead in the 43rd minute. Felipe Santos Oliveira making it 1-0. Vitoria Stubal 
the Baby Lions would pull one back in the 78th. Diogo Abreu would level for Sporting B. This one finishes 1-1, a point to each. So these two teams have already played three, um, but neither one of them able to capitalize on the early match and try to put pressure on the other two teams in the group you know, and try to separate themselves from that relegation spot. Let's look at the table then now. As it stands... Starting with the promotion groups, promotion group A, Felgadish, top of the group after two rounds with four points, a, a win, and a draw. See them at the top, three goals for one against. Second place now, which is a place in a third place playoff, a place to, to, the two second place teams will go into what's called the third place playoff, where the winner will not just win third place in the league for the season, they will travel or I shouldn't say travel, they will qualify for a promotion playoff uh, round, not a round robin, a two-legged tie against the 16th place team in the second division. We covered the second division table last week. We're going to cover it again next week. But the, but uh, for now, um, Braga B holds that spot in Group A with three points thanks to their head-to-head win over Union Leria, who are also on three points in third place. And then bringing up the rear of the group with one point, it is Alverca. In Group B, promotion Group B to be exact, Bolognese's lead after two rounds, two victories, six points, five goals for, none allowed. And they hold a three-point lead over second place, Vila Verdes, who lead... Um, with three points, the same amount of points as third place, San Juanes. And uh, this one comes down, I believe, to the goal difference because I, if my memory serves me, correct me correctly, they have not played each other yet. Uh, no, Villa, they won this weekend, excuse me. <laughs> Villa Verdense beat San Juanes this weekend, so due to head-to-head, Villa Verdense right now get the edge in that for second place. And Amora brings up the rear of the group with zero points. Very, very concerning for Amora at this point, given how they finished the first phase with the most points of any team in either section. But after two rounds, they find themselves bottom of Group B. We go to the relegation groups. Relegation Group A in the northern from the northern section. Faf lead with 10 points from two matches. Remember last week I explained that get, depending how they finished in the first phase, it dictated how many points they start this phase with. So Faf with 10 points now. They have two victories in this round. And um, they lead relegation group A right now. They are five points safe at the moment. In second place, it's Saint-Jean-Vir with nine points. Third belongs to Verzin. And Verzin continues to slide. And Verzin now only three points clear from the fourth place spot and from Montalegre, the team that beat them this week and the team that now has a head-to-head advantage on them as uh, it, it could get very, very dangerous for Verzin here. Um, Montalegre with five points, just three behind Verzin with four matches to play. Remember, fourth place will be relegated. In relegation group B, Canelage lead with 13 points. Paredes second with eight. Anadia third with four, and Vitória Guimarães B with two points right now. Only two be, uh, behind Anadia, so they are not uh, they are not dead yet. Still very much uh, in play here. Vitória Guimarães B is literally one win away from being 
above that line right now and you know they they're gonna desperately want to do that and desperately want to avoid relegation we go to group c Oliveira Hospital, the new leaders now with 12 points. Sporting B second with 10 points. Remember, they have one more match played than does Oliveira Hospital because they played Stubal yesterday. Vitoria Stubal, speaking of them, they're third place right now with nine points. And all three of these teams right now seem to be in relative safety because way behind them with just two points is Real Sport Club. They have just two points, and they are seven points from any kind of safety now with only four matches to go. It's starting to look like a foregone conclusion that Real Sport Club will be relegated. Relegation Group D, Academica take over the lead. They have 11 points now. Kaldish fall to second with eight, and... And that cushion between them and last place right now sits at just five points. Fontinhas are third with four points. They're one point better than fourth place. Moncarpachens, the Algarvians right now, are in the relegation spot. But again, just one point behind Fontinhas. They'll play each other again, and that will be an absolute six-pointer with all to play for in Algarve. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the tables in Liga 3 this week. Let's look at the fixtures. We already know that Sporting B and Vitoria Stubal have already played for round 3. Saturday, Montalegre hosts São João Verde in Trajos-Montes. São João hosts Bolognenses in a huge matchup in the promotion Group B, as uh, the side from the capital will travel to São João da Madeira and try to keep their form going and try to accumulate more points and try to make that promotion dream a reality. Amora, welcome Lanc Vila Verdense to the Margem Sul. Mon Carpachens will welcome Academica to Algarve, while Paredes will host Anadia and Faf host Verzin. Interesting to see if Bruno Sheena can get Verzin out of this hole and get them away from that relegation spot that's now only three points behind them. Sunday, April 16th, Caldas hosting Fontinhas at the Mata Encantada, as we call it, at the Camp da Mata. Going to absolutely need to get three points at home in this one for Caldas so that they can really um, relieve the stress and relieve any danger of going down, going into the final three matches. That's the early one on Sunday. It's a 6 a.m. kickoff here on the east coast of the United States, 11 a.m. local time in Portugal. Then at 1 p.m. Portuguese time, 8 a.m. Eastern time, Alverca welcome Braga B to Ribatejo in a promotion group match. And then after that, we'll have two matches in the 4 p.m. hour, 4 p.m. Portuguese time, of course, Oliveira do Hospital hosting Vitória Stubal and Real Sport Club hosting Sporting Club Portugal B. And then the nightcap, two matches simultaneously with a 6 p.m. Portuguese time kickoff on Sunday. Uh, both of them, or one of them up north, I should say, in the relegation group. This is a big one. It's Canelas hosting Vitória Guimarães B, while promotion group, showdown between Union Leiria and Felgueiras takes place at the Magalhães Pessoa at the same time, 6 p.m. local time on Sunday. That is Liga 3. Let's look at the top scorers now. Zequinha stays top of the league in scoring in the Golden Boot Race. It's been quite a few weeks now since he has scored, but he still sits top with 13 goals. Edmilson Filho pulls one closer to him. He's now got 11. Fausto Lorenz's goal 
for Anadia this week puts him also on 11, as does Rui Bataille's double for Oliveira do Hospital, also on 11. And still with 11. So you got four guys with 11 goals right now. Union de Lidia's Gonçal Gregorio um, rounds that out. And then with two two players with 10 goals chasing them, Jair Silva of Union de Lidia and Paulo Marcelo of Amora, each with 10 goals. So that wraps up Liga 3 for this week. Let's take a look now at the CNS, the Campeonato de Portugal, the fourth division, as they're going into the final week of their first stage this coming week. Let's see where these groups are at the moment. Starting in Serie A after 25 rounds, here is the table. Leader right now is Sport Club Viennese Sad with 53 points. Second place, Amarant Football Club. Third place, Football Club Tirsens. Okay, um, point difference there. Amarant with 48 points. Tirsens with 44. Fourth place right now belongs to Pedivine Sport Club with 40. And rounding out the top five is Vila Mea with 39 points. At the bottom of Group A, you have Bragança with 18 points already uh, guaranteed to be relegated. São Martino is six points above them in 13th with 24 points. And Maria da Font is in 12th with 25 points. The final week of the season shows these matches. Dumiens hosts Brito on the 16th of April, which is Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, no, it's Sunday, excuse me. So it looks like in, in Serie A it will all be Sunday matches. And they're all scheduled for 4 o'clock p.m. Portuguese time. So, like we said, Dumiens hosting Brito. Uh, Juventud Pedras Salgadas hosting Vianense, the leaders. Bragança hosting São Martino as the two bottom teams will play it out. And then Amarant will host Vila Meia at, at the Estadio Municipal de Amarant. Middlelands, sorry, let me do this again. Middlelands will host Tirsens at uh, at the Estadio São João São Jorge Vieira. Sportivo Monção will host Vilar Perdizes and Pedivine will host Maria da Font. All right. So again, the top two will advance to the promotion playoffs. It'll look just like the Liga Three. Four, two groups of four in which the top two teams will advance and the two second-place teams will play a playoff to to play a, a last promotion playoff against the against one of the teams in the... No, four teams are coming up. Excuse me. So four, first and second, I think, will be promoted. I think four teams come up. Four teams are relegated. That's correct because there are four relegation groups in the Liga 3. All right, let's go to Seti B now and look at the table going into the final week. Salgueiros, remember them? They are top with 49 points. Same number of points as Lusitania de la Rosa. Lusitania de la Rosa were in Liga 3 last season. They're looking to come back. They each got 49 points, which is one point behind them is Ribordosa. And one point behind Ribordosa is Sport Club Beiramar, another very uh, historic club in Portuguese football. They have 47 points. So still, anything can happen here in this Seti B. Fifth place is Maritimo B. With 43 points. And then you have a little bit of a drop. As Valadares Gaiar in 6th. Gondomar in 7th. Kamasha in 8th. 
Lessa in ninth, and Alpendorada is in 10th with 29 points. As far as relegation goes right now, Guarda Sportiva is in last place and 14th place with 10 points. There is no saving them at that point. Grupo Desportivo Rezende is 7 points ahead of them in 13th. And Castrudaid is 12th with 20 points. Mexico, a team that many of you have, have expressed your your um, sympathy for or your your love for. They are 11th right now. They look like they will be safe. I believe that's... I'm going to double check that, but they appear to be safe at this point. Um, no, I'm sorry. They are getting relegated. There's a lot more teams being relegated than I realized. Okay, so places 9 I'm gonna, places nine through 14 are going to be relegated. So I'll go back to, to SETI I here and go over this one more time. So in SETI I right now in the relegation in the relegation places, Medellinis with 30 points, uh, Pedro Salgadas with 29, Monson with 26, Maria da Font with 25, San Martino with 24, and Bragança with 18, and Bragança, San Martin, Maria da Font, and Monson already guaranteed relegation. Pedro Salgadas and Medellinis can win and stay alive depending on other results. So back to Group B now. Guarda is relegated, as is Rezend and as is Kastudair. So Mashiku, not not done yet. It, it's a long way out for them. They're three points behind eighth place Kamasha. But Mashiku uh, will need to win in the final day. They have 28 points. Alpendorada is one point above them with 29. And Lessa, the former first division club, Lessa is right now about to head to district football on 30 points. One behind Camacha. So one of these teams is going to be saved. Uh, either Camacha, Lessa, Alpendorado, or Mashiku will be saved this weekend. And let's look at the weekend's fixtures and see how they match up. Lessa hosts Kashtudair. Camacha hosts Maritimo B. If I'm not mistaken, that's a Madeira Darby. As uh, Camacha, I believe, is also a club in Madeira. Riburosa hosts Gondomar. Alpendorada hosts Lusitania Lorosa. Now remember, Lusitania Lorosa is going to look to win and guarantee their spot in the promotion playoffs. Mashiku hosts Beta Mar. So a tough, tough call for Mashiku here as they're going to host the historic Beta Mar at their Stadio Mashiku in Madeira. Valadares Gaia will host Guarda and Gezend will host Salgueiros. Moving now to Seri C. Top of the group is Union Santarang. They were also in, in the Liga 3 last season. And they look keen to try to come back up. But they're not comfortable by any means right now. They're top on 45 points. But also on 45 points in second place is Peru Pinheiro. And in third place with 44 points is Primate Zembru. So... These three teams are going to battle for two of those spots. Fourth place belongs to Benfica Castelbranco with 39. Marinhense with 38. Sintrense with 34. Sertanense seventh with 33. And Mortagua is eighth with 32. Now we get to the relegation spots. And at this point, everybody already guaranteed relegation. So everyone above this line is safe in this group. But Curuchense, Union da Serra, Lourdes, Achonches and Alcanj all relegated to district football next season. 
Last place, Rio Maior withdrew. They didn't even play this season. Um, another club folding. No surprise there. Something that continues to happen year after year. In Portugal, that should really cause more concern than it does, to be honest. We'll go, let's look at uh, this weekend's ties in this group now. Okay, let's look at this weekend's fixtures, I should say. And these will all be played also on Sunday at 4 o'clock. Mortágua hosts Peru Pinheiro. Sertanense hosts Alcanche. Primeiro de Zembro hosting Coruchense. And that one's going to be played um, in Sintra, where Primeiro de Dezembro is located. Um, União da Serra will play Lourdes. Arronches will play Benfica Castelo Branco. So the two Benfica filiais will, will square off in the Estádio Municipal de Arronches. Uh, Marinhense will host Sintrense. So this one will come down again to the final the final days. But uh, we will see now. Uh, it looks like some matches not even um, not even listed here. Not sure what's going on. The FPF website is not telling me when, uh, when Santarain plays or when Pedro Pinheiro plays. And... Uh, Interesting enough, Pedro Pinheiro actually, a number of teams have a match in hand, and that is, of course, due to Rio Maior folding. Union Santarém has played 24, makes me believe they're the only ones that got to play against uh, Rio Maior. So um, I'll, I'll have an update on this <laughs> next week or the week after to see just how this group finished. Serie D, Atlético Clube Portugal already qualified for the promotion playoffs with 49 points. They're going to be kicking back this weekend. Uh, while uh, second place right now belongs to Lusitano de Évora with 48 points. Third place belongs to the Azorians. Shout out to Nina. Shout out to everybody from Rabo do Peixe in São Miguel. Uh, they are third place right now with 45 points. Juventude Évora fourth with 43 points. Fabril do Barreiro, the historic club that used to be known as Kuf, and I believe they're going to return to be called Kuf next season. They are fifth with 39 points. Immortal, sixth with 38. Vasco da Gama, Vidigueira, they are seventh with 36 points. And Oriental Dragon is eighth with 35. Right now in the relegation spots, but not dead yet, is Praience, the side from the Azores, from Praia da Vitoria. They have 34 points, um, one behind Oriental Dragon. While Serpa is 10th with 33, and then below them, already relegated Esperança de Lagos with 31. Angrens, another Azorian side from Angra do Heroismo with 17. Ferreiras, 13th with 16 points. And again, another historic, not that long ago, less than a decade ago in the first division, Sport Club Olhanense relegated to district football for next season. Let's look at the matches coming up in this in this seri seri D this weekend. Praiens host Vasco da Gama uh, in Praia da Vitória. Juventude Evra host Fabril, while Serpa host Angrens. Esperança de Lagos will host Olhanense in what looks to be to be like. An Algarve derby, because I'm quite certain Lagos is in Algarve. Lusitano de Evra hosting Rabut Peixe. And that is a big one, actually. Um, it's If I'm not mistaken, that is fourth taking on third. 
No, it's it's second taking on, did I say Lusitanu or Juventud? Lusitanu Evra against Chabut Pesh. This is the game of the of the year in the in the CNS. Uh, the winner of this game will go to the promotion group and have a chance to play for a spot in the Liga 3 next season. So this is what I'm going to watch closely. Lusitanu Evra uh, hosting Chabut Pesh. So the Azorians will travel to Alenteju for this winner-take-all matchup. Immortal host Oriental Dragon and Fajeras host Athletic Club Portugal. That right now, ladies and gentlemen, is the CNS, the Campeonato Nacional de Seniors, or the Portuguese 4th Division for this week. Next week, uh, we'll we'll circle back and check in with this group again next week, and uh, if time allows, we'll also take a look at the Liga 2 as well, as things are starting to take shape. Again, four weeks remain in this second stage of the Liga Trish. So it will be interesting to see which teams can put themselves in position to get promoted, which teams are going to have to sweat through the stress of not one but two playoff rounds if they want to be promoted, and which teams are going to suffer the ultimate agony of relegation. There's still a ton of football left here in Liga 3 for the rest of the season. You'll be surprised how much can be crammed into four weeks. All right, that's it for this episode. I'll be back later today or tomorrow because I'll have to face the inevitable and talk about Benfica versus Inter on Tuesday. And um, still trying to wrap my head around some things and trying to collect my thoughts on some things, trying to be rational. Um, there's plenty of emotional reaction to Benfica's recent slide in form. But I'm going to try to provide some uh, rational reaction. So uh, stay tuned to the podcast feed, of course. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Agostinho. That's at M-I-K-E-A-G-O-S-T-I-N-H-O. Follow the show on Twitter at Benfica Mister and follow on Instagram at Mr. Benfica. Don't forget to check out www.mrbenfica.com. I'll be back. Very, very soon with more content for you. That's it for now. Have a good one, everybody. We got something.